Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. You know, by the late 80s and the early 90s, right, hip-hop was becoming hardcore and turning to the gangster rap lane. But also around that time, you had some rappers who was rapping about the positive and the spiritual side of hip-hop too, like the Native Tongues movement, which was originated by Africa Bambada and the Zulu Nation. Groups like De La Soul, the Jungle Brothers, A Tribe Called Quest, Queen Latifah, Moni Love, Black Sheep, Brand Nubian, um, just to name a few. Their music was considered alternative rap. But there was one group that the media also put in that category named PM Don. Prince B and his brother DJ Minute Mix took the world by storm with their hippie spiritual gospel style of music and created a new category in hip hop wearing flowing robes with bright colors and beads. But, you know, a lot of people just thought they were too soft to be doing hip-hop and called them a sellout. But in the history books, they became the first act to have a number one song on the Billboard Hot 100 chart following the introduction of the Nielsen sound scan to the charts. And overall, they had a big fan base. And in my opinion, I feel they don't get the credit they deserve. Prince B wrote and produced most of all their songs. He was a singer and a rapper, and he understood music. Now let's get into Prince B's story, right? Now, Prince B was born on May 15, 1970 in Jersey City, New Jersey. He was the oldest of seven siblings. And I read that uh, one of his younger brothers drowned in a park late at the age of two and um, his biological father died of pneumonia when he was one years old leaving him to be raised by his mother and her second husband now see Prince B he came from a musical background his uncles were local DJs in New Jersey his mother sang in the church choir and his stepfather George Brown played drums and was the founding member of the legendary group Cool in the Gang. Now, he was also influenced by hip-hop legends like Sugar Hill Gang, Run DMC, Curtis Blow, Fat Boys, and DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince growing up. And also, one of his uncles was a sanitation worker, and he used to give Prince B old 45 records of all types of artists he found that people threw in the garbage, which in the long run, would help Prince B to develop as a musician. Now, Prince B, he, he dealt with a lot growing up in Jersey, being from the hood, from crime, 
racism, drugs, plus he was overweight and an introvert. By the time he was 10 years old, he was writing his own raps by then. And at the age of 16, Prince B was kicked out of high school for cursing out his gym teacher, but after that, he wanted to change his energy into positive thinking and focus more on music. That's when he started DJing parties and composing songs with his cousin Doc G, and they formed a group called PM Dawn in 1988. The name PM Dawn stood for The Darkest Hour Comes to Light because they were very spiritual. But his cousin Doc G ended up going to the military, so Prince B decided to put his brother DJ Minute Mix in the group. Now realizing he needed more money to pursue his dreams, he ended up working as a security guard at a homeless shelter and saved up $600 to record a demo. Now, once that demo was finished, he began shopping it to record labels and ended up with a meeting with Tommy Boy Records. Now, Tommy Boy label execs at that time told him he sounds and looks too much um, like the group De La Soul who were already signed to Tommy Boy at that time, so they passed on him. After that, they decided to go with a smaller record label called Warlock Records, and they liked the demo and released their single title, Ode to a Forgetful Mind, but it didn't make any noise. Now, after leaving Warlock Records, they ended up signing with G Street Records and moved to London. Early May 1991, they released their first single title, a watcher's point of view, don't you think? Which peaked at number 44 on Billboard's Hot Dance Music Club play chart. And then they released the album titled Of the Heart, Of the Soul, and Of the Cross, the Utopian Experience LP. Now, while promoting their album, the track Set Adrift on Memory Bliss was leaked by a radio DJ and had the whole country playing the song. Prince B, who also did all the production, sampled Spando Ballet's 1983 hit, True, and Eric B. and Rakim's drums from the song Paid in Full. Set Adrift on Memory Bliss became the first single by a black rap group to reach number one on the Billboard Pop Singles chart, Hot 100, becoming an international smash hit. Now, once the video debuted on MTV, that buzz helped push that album to platinum success. Now, like I said earlier, that song was the first number one song on the Nielsen SoundScan system, which monitored airplay to calculate music sales in 1991. They made history with that. It was the first group. Their follow-up single, Paper Doll, hit number 28 on the charts, which helped the album sell over a million copies. That did pretty good, too. Now, with the success of their debut album, PM Dawn went on a world tour. And while on tour, Prince B had made a comment in an interview about rappers Public Enemy, Ice Cube, and KRS-One about how they are obsessed with race, saying KRS-One wants to be a teacher, but a teacher of what? Now, this is what Prince B said in an interview with Details Magazine. He said, I don't like black people. I don't like white people. I don't like that kind of thing. Once you consider yourself black or white, you're stupid. The prejudice thing is so stupid. If you're prejudiced, you are stupid. Public enemy and people like that, they just make mountains out of molehills. KRS-One wants to be a teacher, 
But a teacher of what? N.W.A. just don't do anything at all. That's what he said in the magazine. Now, in retaliation, Karis one bum rushed them on stage at one of their shows for an MTV concert at the factory in New York and threw them off stage. After the incident, Karis one he received backlash for his actions because he was the founder of the Stop the Violence movement, and he he did he did later apologize publicly, but. Prince B said, KRS-One only did that as a publicity stunt to rejuvenate his career at the time. And he seen him after the altercation and KRS-One didn't want no problems because he was by himself with a girl. Another thing too is, the guy that wrote the article who interviewed Prince B made up some stuff to start some controversy. Because during that time, a lot of people just didn't like the groups PM Don or Arrested Development representing hip-hop at that time. Later in that year, Prince B was diagnosed with diabetes and ended up slipping into a coma for three days. Now see, with money and fame, you can buy anything you want. And being on that road, you don't really have time to exercise and eat right. And Prince B just couldn't control his eating habits, which led to his health problems. After that, on March 23rd, 1993, PM Dawn released their second album titled The Bliss Album, Vibrations of Love and Anger and the Ponderance of Life and Existence. The song I Die Without You appeared on the Boomerang soundtrack in 1992, pushing that soundtrack to double platinum. Now see, during that time, Eddie Murphy was a big fan and he explained to them what the movie was about and asked him to write a song. I Die Without You peaked at number three on the US Billboard Hot 100 and number two on the Billboard Mainstream Top 40, selling over 500,000 copies, becoming certified gold. I mean, I Die Without You, that song was big for the R&B world. And Brandy and Ray J, I know that she did a, a cover version for the song on her album, Full Moon, and Alicia Keys and Childish Gambino also did a cover version. The next single, Looking Through Patient Eyes, was another big song off that album that, that I like. It did pretty good too. But overall, the Bliss album, it was certified gold. In October 1995, they released their third album titled Jesus Wept with the single Downtown Venus, which reached number 48 on the Billboard Hot 100 and crossed over to Alternative Radio, peaking at number 39 on the Billboard Modern Rock Tracks charts. I'll Be Waiting For You was another good song on the album that I like as well. But right after that, Prince B's brother, DJ Minute Mix, was accused of sexually abusing a 14-year-old relative, but the charges were later dropped. By that time, Prince B's health was still in bad shape, and he had a minor stroke not long after that, and the story goes he was going to a friend's party and couldn't get out of the car because his whole left side went numb. After that, PM Dawn released, they released more albums, but none of those albums equaled the commercial success of their earlier albums, though. And the group just seemed to vanish from the music scene. But Prince B, he found success by producing and writing for other artists. In 1997, he did remake um, a slower version of the set of Drift on Memory Bliss for the Backstreet Boys in which that album sold millions. That was a big album for Backstreet Boys that year. But years later, 
Prince B was still dealing with health issues, including diabetes for more than 20 years and suffered several strokes that left his body partially paralyzed. But despite that, he did manage to appear on a reality TV show called Hit Me Baby One More Time, a show displaying hit makers from the past in a singing competition. And Prince B, he ended up winning the grand prize of $20,000, which was donated to the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. But sometime after that, he had another stroke, and one of his legs had to be partially amputated below the knee due to gangrene, and he ended up in a nursing home due to his health. But his cousin Doc G took on the name and started doing shows to help with some of the bills and to keep the PM Dawn legacy alive. But on June 17, 2016, Prince B died from kidney disease, a complication of his diabetes. His cousin Doc G said their last conversation was Prince B begging him to come get him out of the nursing home because he didn't want to die in a nursing home or a hospital. Today, Doc G and K-Rock are still performing under the PM Dawn brand and dropping music so make sure y'all go support and check them out they still trying to keep the name alive and hopefully uh doc g and uh dj minute mix can get back together and hash out their problems because i would love to see a, a biopic or a book on pm don's journey so the fans can get the real story on what really happened but i know uh, right now them two are really going at it so we shall see he was 46 years old R.I.P. Prince B.